Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles. And no, I didn't read the rules for the message cantrip beyond the first sentence, but I have now. And apparently, only the target can hear you. So, there you go. You can talk out loud now, everyone. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by my trusty players. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Uh, before we dive on in, has everyone leveled up to level three? I have. <laughs> just <wait. laughs> that makes it sound like it was just me <laughs> that teaches pat <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bought david an apple and everything it's such a gwen way of answering as well <laughs> i did Don't know about I, did. I did i'm gwen <laughs> <laughs> all right whilst the rest of you start looking at your character sheets let's cue the theme tune <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside, one who will pay the price Their chance of success for rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small rolls So, having witnessed a possible future Orin decides to change events Firstly, by delivering young Oscan Vondel his food 
The boy is found reading an old book that had been found in the woods, a historic diary of sorts written by Sir Velt. They agree to trade if Orin can bring him more old books. Managing to avoid a disastrous exit, the party returns to the knocking point where Orin explains everything that the divination table had shown him. Hearing of potential tragedy, the party decide to head back into the woods rather than the Vondel's folly. And during a night resting amongst the trees, Enkidu and Gwendolyn shared some harsh words. Juna and Orin's friendship continued to grow, and Gaius was visited by unsettled dreams. The following day, their path was crossed by a familiar horse, Bessie fleeing from a predatory owl bear. During the rescue, Gwendolyn was knocked down, but mustering her strength, rose back up and struck the owlbear with a killing blow. Their success was tainted with the arrival of a familiar voice offering to fix the dead creature. And that's where we are. So, Kral, as you know him, uh, is hunched up. He sort of roll, uh, rolls himself out of a bush uh, onto a little rock. His, his little grey skin just withered and disgusting. And he's staring at you all quite, quite happily, just waiting for a response. Hello. Uh, do you remember me? We met before. We've met, yes. We have, yes. Uh, and you re- met my friend here in the mask? Hello. Yes, the masked bard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you must have seen the leaflets or the posters. No, no. Maybe. No, no, not leaflets. Just you. Just you. You told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I probably did. I do that a lot. I introduce myself quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, so I, do I, should I fix it? No. No, 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 no. No. It's good. We like it exactly how it is right now, Kral. Um, so, you're in the woods still. Mm. Mm. We were wondering, can you f- remember your full name? Is it Kralovin Savelt? Does that ring a bell? Yes. What? Say that again. Kralovin Savelt, is that your name? Yes, Savelt. Yes, I think. Whoa. Maybe. Well, that's useful. And last time we met you, you were looking for the witch. Did you find the witch? No. Uh, oh, that's why I'm here. Because you would be here if you weren't dead. And you're not, so you're here. Which means... That you are going to help me find the witch. We, we aren't dead. What do you mean we aren't dead? Sometimes you're dead. Not this time, though. That's good. You're here now. When were we dead? Oh, hello. <clears throat> <laughs> Juno smokes 20 cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely shouldn't have taken up that habit since we got in the forest. Foraging for herbs, <laughs> were you, Juno? <laughs> I look at Orin and, like, can I insight check Orin? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, 13. 13 lush. And then Orin, uh, it depends. I don't think I was being deceptive. I think I was just being... I just want to see his reaction to um, when Krause said, sometimes you're dead. Yeah. Well, so for a 13, how much do you think he uh, and Kidu reads from you? I guess for a 13, I guess, um, yeah, Orin looks sort of a bit surprised, a bit taken aback, but maybe a little concerned or, or worried looking. Okay. I think. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. He won't do anything. He won't say or do anything. He, he would just pocket that and keep that keeps done. Just watching the 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 party. Yeah. So crowd's like, yeah, uh, yes. Now yeah, we're finding the witch, and you were you're not dead, so that's good. Let's go. Which way is it? Ha, that was a good one. Which way is it? That was a good one, crowd. <laughs> well done. <laughs> what what was good? You said which way. To find the witch. <laughs> which is which way is it? I don't think this guy. I think he's a straight shooter, Juno. I like you. I like you. You're a good one. 
I like you, <laughs> except sometimes you do try and hurt me, and I don't like that, Juna. Who, me? So you could not do that sometimes. I haven't tried to hurt you, have I? Oh, is that not... Yes, no, no, not yet. Not yet, sorry, I shouldn't what do say that. you mean that. not yet? Ah, if I say the wrong thing, it doesn't work. Do I hurt you in the future? Can you see into the future? Not now, no. What do you mean not now? Not now, because that's why I have to find the witch so that I can get my things back. Listen, Kral, old buddy, old friend of mine, like, uh, you said to get some things back, so why do you want to find the witch? Because if I don't find the witch, then I can't get my things back. Okay, and what's your things? Can you tell us your things? Because then maybe we can help out each other, I you know? had older things. I had a door. I had uh, some books. There's a table. Uh, uh, my, my, my oil. And uh, there's a key. Uh, all of the things. And did the witch take these from you? No. No, that horrible man did. That horrible man? Matrim. Yes. Can I describe the gamekeeper to Crow? Yeah. And like the entire time that you do, he's just like, yes, yes, that that one. The, he, him. He came in and he took everything. How the hell did he steal a t- table that big? What? Yeah, this table. What did it look like then, Crow? It's a big table. Big round one, was it? Big round one. Big metal thing in the middle. You know it. You've seen it. Have you seen it yet? I have. Well, that's all right then. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. What would you do if you got back these things, Crow? Out of interest, what's your, I mean, I know they're yours, but like, what's your uh, practice? What's your, I mean, have you got some ill intent with this thing? Well, if I don't get them back, then I might die, so I need them. Oh, oh okay, yeah, that's, oh. that's valid. Yeah. Well, Crow, also, you said the door had been taken? What What door was my that? My door, my door, my key, they've both been taken, and what? and then I can't get back home now. What, literally a door is gone? A door. You, someone's stolen your front door? What? Not, not a door, it's like a door, it's a doorway. It's like a, it's a door and the key... And and then I get back to the door with the key. This door? Yes. It it lets you travel places, does it? Only only home. It lets you travel home. It lets you travel back to where the door is. Yeah. Huh. Guy's just picking up what Juno has mentioned before about uh, Sir Kralavan. Guy's just like, okay, so like when you mean home, you mean like this place, but like long time ago? No, I mean to the door. It lets you physically travel. No, okay, but I think like you travel through the door to your home, and where's your home? No, 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 no. The, the, the door is the home, but they took the door and they've taken the key, so I can't use the key to, use, to get to the door. Yeah, I think I know exactly where your door is. Can they describe the gamekeeper's lodge to him? Um, That's the last time we saw people doing something similar to what mm. he's describing. People going through a door and then showing up somewhere else. Uh, yeah, he just says, yeah, yeah, they've got my key. But but I've not... And, and, and do you tell him about the book as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's my book. They've got my book and they've got my key and my table and my oil. And they took everything. And I don't like it. So I'm going to kill them and then I'm going to take it all back. Crowd, do you might do you mind if I try something on you? Might feel a bit weird. It might feel feel a bit intrusive, but I think it might help you explain this to us. What What do you want to do? Do you mind if I spend a minute inside your head to try and un- untangle some of this? What the heck? I, uh, no, I don't want you in my head. That's not very nice. That's why I'm asking you before. If you don't want me to, no. I won't. So I don't want you to. I don't want you to get in my head, Juna, because then if you get in my head, then you don't help me. Oh. Uh, so is there another timeline in which I do get in your head and I don't help you? I don't. Is it this one? I don't know. No, because you've not done it yet. I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know about this. No, it's okay. We'll just find the witch. Look, our, our goals somewhat align for now. If there is something horrendous that we should know, I'm sure... We will find out and deal with it in time. Right now, we have too many questions. Yeah. Uh, is there someplace safe we, we can talk, Mr. Savelt? We can talk when we walk. 
Let's go. He hops down uh, off of his little rock and like in a little like hunched way. As you're sort of seeing him in, in daylight a little bit more, it's sort of late afternoon. Um, he is almost human is the weird thing about this guy. He could have been human once, but he looks sh- like like someone shriveled and and spending far too long being hunched over. It's almost like he's stuck in that kind of position. Um, but he sort of like half like crawls like an ape, half like tries to like stand up straight and walk, and starts like marching through straight through all of you uh, beyond the other way. And he says, "I think it's this way." Because we've been otherwise and they didn't work. Is it this way? Well, how many times have we had this conversation to you? Too many times. Uh, which way is he going? He's, he's heading vaguely north. It was that the direction we were told to go? Yes. Yeah, this okay. is the way. Then let's give it a go. Okay. Who's leading the way? I'll walk alongside yeah. you. You lead the way and we'll come with you. But I don't know the way this time. You don't know the way because the witch moves? or It depends when she is and who I'm with, and then she's in a different place then. And also, I say the wrong things sometimes. What have you said that's the wrong things, so we know? No, because this time I'm just going to say the right thing, so then you won't... It will just go right, won't it? Right. It's never been wrong for us. It has. We've not been in another timeline. (laughs) Not... Have have you? Not? We're just just living in the one. Why are you in the woods then? Because... Sometimes you have, and then you don't go into the woods, and sometimes you haven't. And Well, just so you know, our intention at the moment, then, my dear friend, is that we are trying to find the witch. That is the current situation. Uh, we want to find the witch. We want to see what's going on, because, you know, the... Um the family back in town, they're being really uh, sneaky, and we're not sure, and basically we want to yeah. get answers from the witch, okay? So... Don't worry, our intentions are to find the witch, and our intentions are to be friendly with you, but if you ain't being friendly with us, we ain't going to be friendly with you. Capiche? That sounds like a threat. It's it's more just like terms and conditions, you know? I'm not going to be the one to... We're not going to be the ones to, uh, you know, swing the first uh, fisticuffs, but I'm um, just saying, you know, we will retaliate if you're, if you're trying to mess around with us and trying to take us someplace and then stab us in the back, okay? So, if we're all cool, we can go ahead. No, if... No, stabbing. No, no, no stab, no stabbing. No stabbing. It's, if I'm not going to hurt you. Well, that's a good start. But if you hurt me, I will hurt you. I think that sounds fair. That's fair. I'll hurt you dead. And I won't bring you back like everything else. Crow, I've got, I've got two quick questions for you. This witch, yeah. we have never seen her before. What does she look like? What are we looking for? She is, she is mud and leaves and... Bark and an elf. Mm. And an elf. A full one. Not like not like him looking over at Gaius. A, like a like a proper elf. Oh wow. Um, okay. Nice choice of words there. Yeah, I've heard worse. Is that the wrong thing to say? That's bad. That's bad. Changing the subject. Yeah. Do you know the Vondells, Crow? I know that they're bastards. Because they've stolen all your stuff. They took all my stuff. So we've got to get it back and kill them. How right, How did they find out about your stuff? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. There was a shake. And then... There was a what? There was a shake. And then... A he, shake? And then he came in. A shake? What's, what, what do you mean? Like the yeah. earth shook? Yeah, a little bit. And then some rocks. And then, and then there was, I think, it must have been a door that he got in. Like a hole. Who, who got in? The hunter. The, what do you call him? Matrim. 
he got in what? So what was your place then? Where, where, where was you? I was in my workshop. Which is where? No, no, I'm not allowed to tell you. No, I can't tell because if because then so we've got to find the witch. This is a bad conversation, Orin. All right, I'm sorry. When when was your home? Now or or in a different yeah. time? Now. Now. Why would it not be now? Because you're talking a lot about different times, my darling. It was a it was a, a nearly a year and a half, two a while ago. They they came in and took it. So you've been without this stuff for a year and a half? Yeah. And so you haven't been able to look into the future for a year and a half? Not, no. But you looked into the future further before. than that before? Yeah. Wow. That's a long time to look into the future. And I had to wait for you. Why did you have to wait for us? Because it doesn't work unless it's now. Can we walk, please? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. don't like all these questions. Then let's find this witch. So you set off. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps forgetting. Like, he, he almost, like, half remembers which direction you need to be heading in and then, like, just completely blanks half the time. So so it, it is down to, like, one of you to, to, to keep everyone heading vaguely north. Are you still following the river at this point? Uh, don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if the clues that we've been given are that she's muddy and boggy and marshy, then the river seems like the most logical for the moment. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So uh, yeah, it's uh, as you sort of follow the river along, the uh, the land around it does start to get swampier, like thicker mud. Uh, it still easy to walk through, uh, just about if you stick close to the trees that are there. But yeah, it, it does slow your progress uh, uh, quite a lot. And then the further north that you head, the the boggier, the muddier, the swampier it gets. Like your 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 feet are like slushing through sort of wet mud, where loads of little rivulets have been crossing through these these muddy patches it's not comfortable for any of you crowl does not seem to notice ever he's like just like plowing through the mud and then he'll stop and sit in it for a while um like be completely dazed it's almost like is 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 he's staring off into to nothing and then he'll snap back into it and carry on walking what are you all doing as you as you travel Gwendolyn's keeping a very close eye on him. Um, she doesn't really trust him at all. I, I think, I think Juna's feeling. I think Juna's up with Gwen. Gwen just sort of very, very wary of him. Juna's <laughs> <laughs> got one eye on Orion as well, not forgetting that he's in a bit of a strange emotional place. Yeah, I think Orin's quite intrigued by Crowell having not seen him before and all this talk of the different timelines obviously has piqued piqued his interest. Mm. So yeah, hang back a little bit, but keep a keep an eye on him. Um or maybe even talk to him at some point if if conversation happens, but it sounds like he wants to just walk. Yeah. Um yeah, he whenever any of you do come up to ask questions, he try he shoots them down quite quickly. Um again, like just blatantly refusing to answer quite often. Because uh, he's scared that something's going to go wrong, and that really is the only answer. Unless there is anything specific that you want to try asking him, I'd quite like to ask him. Like, what do you know? What it is we can do to make it right for you? You have to bring me to the witch, and then leave. As soon as you get to the witch, not as soon as I get to the witch, but you have to leave everything. Not like dead, every like leaving. Just I think because if you don't go back to the town, then it's okay for you or for us or for both of us. Yes, 
<laughs> are we on the same team? I think now we are. Because it's going to go right this time, isn't it, Juna? Well, I don't know what right is, my darling. Well, it's getting my stuff back. That's right. That's what's going to... That's right. And just stare at each other for a while. <laughs> for the first time, Juna doesn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn's going to find a moment to um to kind of have a, a whisper to Guy. What if us helping him get his stuff back is what triggers all of the things that you read about in that study about the, the dead rising and that sort of thing? What if this is the catalyst? Yeah, I am thinking about maybe we just kill the guy. But then, like, he is leading us to the witch. And, like, you know, I think what we need more is answers. I don't know. I don't know. I think, like, keep an eye on him. Make sure he's not, like, gonna, like, backstab us or anything like that. But, like, I agree. Like, let's, we just don't know his intentions enough. I wonder if he gets closer to his stuff. Maybe we could know from the witch's point of view or, or just something. But, like, let's, let's be a, let's be prepared. I think you're right to be prepared for anything that could happen. Yes. Yes. We shouldn't trust him. No. Okay. And then if Gwendolyn gets a bit closer to Crow, she's going to be like, so, um, raising things from the dead, is that a hobby of yours? <laughs> Very good at it. Why, why is it that you enjoy doing that so much? It's not always about enjoying it. I just, it's what I'm good at. It used to be better. It used to be the best. And now I'm not so good. But if I get my stuff back, I can be good again. What would you do if you got your stuff back to be good? Try and help the king. Help the king? Yeah. Of Dravain? Yeah. You know the king? Which one? The the king. Which one? Well, the one that's... No, do they have a king at the moment? I can't remember. Uh, no. It's Stuart. Ah, yes. Hasn't been a king for some time, has there? Is, is that right in the history? Yeah, in about yeah. six years or so, there's not been a king. Okay. Okay. The king that should be reigning at the moment? Yes. And who do you think that should be? Rumath. Because he's the king. He's not been the king for a very long time. Rumath Terraborn. Just gives a very thin smile and carries on walking away from you. Oh, that's horrible. Oh. Uh-oh. If he's leading us into like a big giant spider's web, I am not, I am not a fan. With, a, with an undead king somewhere. The zombie king. <laughs> zombie king. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Love it. You could say anything, but... That's like cuddly or whatever, but as soon as you say at the end with a thin smile, it's sinister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Teletubbies. Thin <laughs> smile. Can I sort of hang back with Orin for a bit? I I've got something I need to talk to Orin about. Is that okay? Yeah, like so. It's it's a few hours of travel, so you've got enough time to move around each other. Um, Orin, yeah. you know when we went into that room with the table that he described? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you feel a bit weird that day? Uh. I feel well, how do you mean? I I sort of I've sort of developed this sense that I think I could probably delve into someone's head if I wanted to. Right. Cut. I'm just justifying why I have a new spell. I'm back in. And um, <laughs> and I don't 100 percent trust this guy. Yeah, I think you're. I'd right. like to trust him, but he says that if I if I go inside his mind, that's that's bad and that's the wrong thing to do. Right. But I also don't trust him or think he knows what he thinks himself. So I'm thinking about doing it anyway. But I don't. Right. I don't think I should do it without running it by someone who who might understand. What are your thoughts on this, Orin? So you want to secretly go into his head and try and tell what he's thinking. Having asked him and him said no, yes, that's what I want to do. 
Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's scared. I, I, I think the thing is, Junior, and I could be wrong, but like, if he's gone into the future loads of times, I think he's just in a muddle in his head. And I don't know if going into his head's going to give you any straight answers, any more answers than you're going to get. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think he's, he's just going to be equally in a muddle in mm. there. Thanks for that, Orin. That's all right. I could be wrong. I mean, does he know? Like, can you just try? I don't know what'll happen. I've never done it before, but these things sometimes happen to me. New things pop into my head. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that a Mrs. Lovett quote? <laughs> <laughs> these bright ideas just pop into my head. <laughs> you start setting up a barber's or a meat pie shop. I'm worried. <laughs> All of Juna's secrets become unraveled. <laughs> cool. Well, maybe maybe he's not the one to try on then if we're not quite sure. Yeah. I just, I, I got a bit of a bad feeling. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. Mm. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't trust him as far as I can throw him, which wouldn't be very far. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep my eye on him. Yeah. In Kidu, as everyone's uh, sort of moving around and chatting, uh, what are you keeping an eye on? Yeah, I'm just checking the woods. I feel like everyone's attention is on Kral and his eccentricity, so I thought, uh, just keep an eye on our surroundings, make sure everyone's safe. Uh, in which case, can you make a quick perception check, please? Uh, 13. 13. All right. It's it's pushing on into the evening by this point, sort of as the sun's dipping through the trees, and it's it's obviously with the, the overcrowded foliage. It's, it's gotten a little bit darker, quicker than everything else. You're keeping a good eye, and there doesn't seem to be any movement of any wildlife. Hmm. In fact, like it's, it's almost the further you get, or maybe it's being cr- close to crowd, they're just doesn't seem to be any bird song oh my gosh it, you you notice how unsettlingly quiet it is um, i'm not gonna say anything just yet i'm just gonna be just just remain ready for whatever mm-hmm. it pushes on uh it gets to probably nine ten at night and you're still all walking you've not had dinner are you thinking about resting up at all i'm gonna ask Mis- mr savelle hello there nah. you uh you, you you feeling hungry or tired at all mm. yes but but we yes yes i think we can stop yeah that's a good idea i'm starting to feel a bit tired myself uh what about you Oren? yeah yeah i'm getting a bit tired as well would anyone like a twain tide tea <laughs> absolutely yeah I, I could do with a cuppa juna goes to get some water and is boiling some tea for everyone uh kraut is it is it safe to is it safe to stop here uh it's very wet so we should find somewhere drier Okay, is there somewhere dry nearby then? I don't know. One of you finds something sometimes. Oh, can I look around to see if I can see something dry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to make a survival check. Uh, because, yeah, you've gotten into a really sort of swampy... I keep using the word swampy. Last time you were in the woods, it was all tromping. This time, it's all swampy. Swampy and tromping. Yeah. Survival, yeah? Survival. I've got no idea. <laughs> Six. Six. <laughs> nope. I was like, what, have you lost your dice? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, that's why you rolled the dice, Ben. <laughs> I, I think Gwendolyn probably would have been looking as well, even if she didn't know that Orin was looking. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let Gwendolyn also make a check. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Independently of Orin just staring at the river. Um, that's a 14. A 14. Um, you managed to find somewhere that's less wet, shall we say. It's... Sturdy enough that if you put your blankets down, you're not going to sink into the mud. But you, you kind of think that by the end of the night, it's likely that that your blankets will have soaked through. Oh. Well, it's hardly palatial, but um, I think it's the best we're going to find for tonight. Shall I make the Twain Tide tea then? 
Yeah, shall I give you a hand? Yeah. And um, Gwendolyn's going to, as they're setting up, she's she's going to reach right down to the bottom of her bag and um, she's going to pull out an old exercise book that looks like it's, you know, full of notes and she starts to have a bit of a flick through and, and she finds a particular thing that's going to help her set them up a bit of security for the night and she also just, uh, you know, probably like at the bottom of a, like a, my handbag probably that is just full of crap um, and she's reaching and she finds a little bell and um, some silver wire she's going to study what she's got in her notes she's going to start setting up a security perimeter of a 20 foot around them which is uh, the alarm spell oh. hello someone who's got some magic just one <laughs> <laughs> It's one thing Gwen can do at the start of a long rest now. Or, or yeah. start, of a, start of a rest. That's amazing. Start of a long rest. That's really useful. That is super start cool. Start a long rest, yeah. Yeah. So yes, so that is a, a proper setting from her book. And if, if anybody sees the front of her book, it says, The Way of Decorum. <laughs> have, have I seen it before? You will have seen it. Juna will have seen it, yeah. Great. But you, uh, Gwendolyn hasn't used it for a very long time cool it's uh but it's been shoved to the bottom of her bag because <laughs> she thought it might be useful and it is so yeah as you're as you're setting up crowl interestingly doesn't sort of approach too close to any of you and in fact he sits outside the alarm uh, outside of your silver wire perimeter um oh that's good because i didn't want to have to ask him to leave (laughs) (laughs) yeah in fact like during uh during the night as you all settle in um he does like wander off and come back and wander off and come back he he doesn't sleep you will notice but he also can't sit still Mm. um how long (laughs) (laughs) a terrible pun has just been posted in zoom chat i think you should say that out loud please you have to i didn't think it would be that funny i didn't quite catch it i just said awkward oh my gosh Ah, there you go there you go (laughs) college of puns yeah oh it's good so yeah what are you all how are you uh using this this time this long rest yeah i'd love to spend 10 minutes at some point fiddling with the goggles of magical detection and casting magical detection (laughs) um and in particular looking at admiring Gwen's handiwork first of all of course Mm. with the the bell and the the wire Mm. Um, and then checking out Kral in particular Mm. he does not have any magical essence on him but there is just innately in like his being a, a mixture of divination and necromancy sort of you're you're picking up it's 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 almost like both of those um schools of magic are, are blended into him somehow um you've not seen that on anybody and even juna who you know out of world we know it's a sorcerer like she has innate magic yeah that this is a very different style of thing he almost is like partly composed of Ooh. those things Jeez. wow cool thank you that's right bit of information there for you <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, don't worry. Iris pops up. Hey. Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone seen my brewery? No. Wanders off into the woods. <laughs> Still missing. Um, I, I'd like to volunteer myself to take the first watch tonight. I will take a watch with Juna. Uh, cool. Is there, uh, who wants to take second watch? And who is, the, is there a third watch tonight? Looking at you, Gaius. I'll take second watch. I, I actually want to sit with Crowl, but... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go second watch with Gaius. So, yeah, Gwendolyn and Junior, once you've all sort of sat down, got your ration packs out, had some food, made the best of it, with some twain-tied tea, the boys all 
wander off, go to sleep. Kral is sort of around. Like I said, he keeps sort of wandering close and then wandering further away. And for, for a good half an hour, he seems to be gone. That like you two feel relaxed enough that you can have a, a normal... Oh, I, before, before he goes, I would like to, to do something, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read his fucking thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why you bothered asking me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Um, so how the spell works that you can just like notice his surface level thoughts, can't you? Surface level thoughts, yeah, um, to begin with mm. and for a minute. But then if I want to go a bit deeper, which I'm not sure yet, that's when he has to make a wisdom saving throw. But then he's aware. Mm-hmm. I think to start off with, it's just to kind of see like, yeah, what is going through his stream of consciousness as he's sort of sitting there outside of the thing. And mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what Juna thinks she will find, but it just I think she'll feel better knowing that she's done that digging. So the first thing you notice uh, with detect thoughts as well, obviously, you get a sense of everybody that's in the area. And obviously, you pick up mm-hmm. on everybody in the party or like creatures in the area. Um Beyond everyone in the party and Kral, there are no other creatures in range, mm-hmm. just so you know that. And then when you start, sort of, you decide to dip into to what Kral's thinking, there's just a very gentle, like, humming. And then he, like, that keeps stopping and he's like, no, uh, no, not singing. No. Eating. I should go eat. No. Should I make him go ahead? No. No. We've got to let them rest. Let them rest for now. It's that kind of thing. He sort of hmm. is essentially, he doesn't, the sense of like his surface level thoughts that you get is that he doesn't, he wants to push ahead, but he's not. Like he, he knows that he has to wait. I think I'm going to leave it for now. I'm not going to push any further. Cool. In which case, uh, yeah, Gwendolyn and Juna, you have some, some time together. Gwendolyn's been poring over her old exercise book and kind of remembering the lessons that she's learnt and she's chosen to forget. And so she's thinking about home. And it's a question that's been on her mind for a little while. But um, she turns to Juna. Juna. Yes, my love. What what happened back home after I left? How did, how did everybody react? It was a bit chaotic, as you can imagine. Mm. There was a lot going on. And truth be told, uh, not long after you left, I left myself, my darling. But the main thing you need to know is that the door's always open back to your father. Back to my father? He didn't He didn't say anything. No one really said anything to me. You, you know who I am in, in, the, in the sort of big scheme of things. I'm a nobody. But I, would, I be, would be willing to bet that when the time is right, if the time is right for you to go back, you shouldn't feel scared to do so. Um, I, think they, I think they hope that you're still going to marry this fella. Really? I, yeah. You mean Prim didn't just jump in? Not as far as I know, huh. but like I say, I left rather quickly. What What did you see Kasula's face? I didn't, I'm afraid. Right. I wish I had. I wish I could give you that, that peace of mind. I just don't... From the things that I've heard people say about Duane since we've arrived in Tillisham and the people we're talking to, I'm starting to think that maybe he's not who I thought he was. I mean, I'm still holding on to hope that, that he is and, and that they've just got him wrong. And, and, and I feel terrible for, for thinking badly of him. But Gwen, I think someone's got to tell you. I think someone's got to give you this tough love. 
he's not for you. I think you need to let go of him. I think you need to forget about him. He does not sound like the right kind of person for you, Gwen. But I think you you carry it. You carry a mini torch for him in your heart. But I think we need to let go of him. I think you've you've got way more about you than some fabulosa. You're not a fabulosa. You're Gwen, and you're you, and you're fantastic. But you know, I'm not sure I do have more about me. I I I think that. If I found Dwayne, then I could just get out of your hair. I I feel like I'm holding you all back. I I can't seem to do anything right. When you are the reason I'm here. So if you feel like you're holding anyone else back, you never think that about me. Do you remember? Do you remember when I came to you? When Eric brought me in, I I used to work with him and I came along and I cooked and I cleaned. I came along because I had a good feeling about Eric. I had a good feeling about your house. And when I joined your house, I had a good feeling about you. When you were little, when you were growing up. And when you left, I had a good feeling about leaving. Now, I can't tell you I won't have a good feeling about going some other which way. But I'm telling you now, you're not going to hold me back and you never will. And I'm sure any of these lads would say the same. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe, maybe not Enki do, but you, know, <laughs> you two will find your way. The, the main thing I think you need to think about now, if he turns up, he turns up. And if he does, you've got an army around you. But I think you think, you think about you, Gwen. Where do you fit in this world? Where do you need to go? I don't know. You'll find it. Let me tell you, whenever I feel a bit lost and I need to I need to think about my purpose in life, I do three things. I hold my hands like this in front of me and do in a sort of cups one hand on top of the other in a sort of like a sort of loose grip so it looks a little bit like a flower. She holds it just in front of her stomach. So as I hold my hands like this, I close my eyes and I take seven deep breaths. You try it, Gwen. Hold your hands like this. She does what Juna's doing. Close your eyes. Just breathe in and out. Really deep breaths seven times. She does it seven times. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put our listeners through me breathing seven times. <laughs> oh, I was looking forward to the audio of seven breaths. And if the audience could join in. Juna <laughs> <laughs> lead you through a guided meditation. <laughs> this is actually guided meditation, not, not D&D. <laughs> We've played the long con. We've waited for 10 episodes, but... Gotcha. <laughs> it's the self-help course we all do. The culmination of the Vandal arc is the guardian meditation. <laughs> the, the fictional characters were, were Vicky and Chris and Beth all along. <laughs> oh, dear. Wish I was Juno through lockdown sometimes. Anyway. <laughs> sometimes just sitting, counting to seven and coming back to my breath... And just thinking about what it is you want in front of you, in your hands, in your very own flower in front of you. It can bring you back to your purpose or give you it when you're lost. I think forget Fabulosa. If we find him, if we hear about him, we'll track him down and we'll do what needs to be done. But until then, you're Gwen. He might he might be hurt. I don't think he's hurt. I think he's on a jolly Gwen. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but I think it's what you need to hear. We've been destined to this adventure. This adventure's called all five of us in one way, shape or form. We've all found ourselves here, so let's just see where it takes us and know that if all goes south or north or whatever the wrong direction is, there's always a place in your father's heart. It's nice to have that kind of a safety net, don't you think? Yes, I do. 
Thank you, Juna. And you don't need anyone else, Gwen. You don't need anyone else. You just killed an owl bear. <laughs> <laughs> I did kill an owl bear. Exactly, and then prevented. A, a, I'm going to call him a man. But you prevented him from bringing him back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's no small feat. No. Who are you, and where do you fit in? That's what you need to think about, Gwen. That's what you deserve. No less. Best TED talk I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I tell you what, Gwen, have a twain tied tea. You just killed an owlbear. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen takes her, her twain tied tea and, and she's going to go and do some meditation with imagining the flower that June has just, just suggested to her. And she's going to do it a few, t- well, she's going to do it for 30 minutes because that's how long I need to meditate for. Oh. So it's a lot of sevens. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just one seven done very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So so once you two um, sort of are up for a three or three hours or so, you, you wake uh, Orin and Gaius up, give them a little poke, and then the two of you go down to sleep, and Orin and Gaius wake up for a watch. Hey, Orin, watch this, and I'll try and do like an owl impersonation <laughs> with my hand. <laughs> Is it any good? Don't know. Make a performance check. <laughs> uh, where's my D20? Ah, I've been so involved. Oh, that's not good. That is a six. Comes out like a strangled pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cockatrice we met once. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. So, you, you sleep all right just now? Oh, I sleep like a log most nights, you know me. Yeah, no, just last night you didn't seem to be having a very good good night's sleep. Oh, well, you know, we've been through a few uh, rough patches lately. And, uh, you know, it sometimes takes the toll on the old subconscious. So, uh, yeah, dragons, eh? <laughs> you say you had a, you dreamt of a dragon, what? What was what kind of dragon was it? Well, like um, well, you know, it was like a flying dragon, but it was like stone as well. You know, like stone. and sometimes I was like riding it, and sometimes I was like right in front of it. It was quite spooky, quite scary, really. And was it just you in the dream? Was there anyone else there with with you and the dragon? No, it was just me, just me. And what happened? Well, it's just a silly dream. Yeah, no, it's just a silly dream. It's not something real. No, no. Other than the fact we just got nearly burnt to a crisp. Like, yeah, like we've been through, uh, I think it was just, yeah. Okay. You know, just, just, just thinking that through, not new feelings, not a new experience. What do you mean? Are you all right? Yeah, no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Just in the middle of these, uh, witch infested woods. Yeah. A bit creepier. Uh, Are you okay? You sound, you sound like you went through quite an ordeal the other day. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a lot. That was all. Just. Seeing into into a possible future, uh, I think I feel a bit, you know, I think I get Crow a bit more now. Uh, it's kind of weird seeing alternative paths that could happen and other other options that you could do that that then don't happen. That's all. It's just hard to keep track of. Yeah, kind of makes me feel sorry for him in a way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, me too. Although, I I think he's... I don't know. I think... I want to know if he's made this table himself. Oh, damn, yeah. That's my thought. I had a little look through the goggles, and he seems to be almost like made of divination. No. I'm obviously making sure that Kral isn't listening in on this conversation. (laughs) Make a a quick perception check. Yeah? Yeah, can I help him? Because I'm equally like looking around. Um, One of you can make it with advantage. You go ahead. Twelve. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you, you he had come back t- toward the beginning of your watch and he had wandered away so you 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 can't hear him okay okay yeah i was just 
Maybe he made this table. And the door? So that's... Uh, it's the transportation door that I guess they've been using. So did he make that too? Like... Yeah, I don't know. But, like, we don't know if his intentions are, like, good like or anything no. at the end of the day like if he if he if he wants us to why did he th say that it'd be best if we left like i'm not gonna lie i think he's right it probably is best if we leave soon but you know with, with him gone maybe the woods will be a little bit more safer well i mean there'll certainly be fewer undead creatures wandering around yeah yeah although i don't know where this this place is that he lives i mean if it's in the woods then he's just gonna carry on out here isn't he yeah, I think it's a weird thing. I, I just like for me, it's not. I'm not. I'm not bothered by like where he's going or where he's been. I'm just like, okay, what's he intending to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even know if he knows. Nope. Huh. Which is the scariest thing? Yeah. Huh. Now I'll get out my lute and play a little tune as well on watch. Yeah, I'll get on my. I'll get on my tinker tools and. Oh, actually, I'm going to spend an hour making Smith's tools. Yeah, I'm going to make me some smith's tools. And then once I've made me some smith's tools, I'm going to get out various gubbins from my bag and start fiddling with an increasingly complicated-looking contraption involving some legs and some little wings and a little dragon-like-looking heads on it. Cool. Just fiddling with that. Putting it together with different <laughs> bits of scrap that you found. Yeah, yeah. Bits and pieces. Pulling stuff out his bag. Gubbins. Gubbins. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after again three, four hours or so, uh, you guys rest down just for a couple of hours as sort of, but it's probably about five, six in the morning. I've not been keeping track of time. It's early in the morning uh, <laughs> when you decide to... Uh, go to sleep, have another little nap, the two of you, uh, and wake Ken Kidu up. Um, Kral has wandered back and is, uh -huh. and is sort of sat against a tree a little way off Enkidu. So as you're sort of stood watching your friend sleeping, what are you doing? I know from my previous track, I know that there's nothing mm. around us. Um, things are keeping away. I'm going to approach Kral and sit with him. Are you going to step outside of the alarm? Oh, would that wake up? I will have set it so that we don't set off the alarm ourselves. Mm. Okay. I can do that. Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll step out of the area and um, I'm just socially distanced. Crow, <laughs> 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 uh, so I've got, so I can keep an eye on both Crow uh, mm. and the party. So you're watching alone tonight? Um, yeah, it's my turn. Sometimes it's not your turn. I understand what you mean by that. Um, Master Savelle. Yes. When was the last time you slept? I don't think I n need sleep anymore. You don't need it? No. Not anymore? No. I don't, uh, no, it's hard to say how long because of time. Mm -hmm. mm. Then how about this question? When was, the, when was the last time your mind had a bit of peace? When you were totally sure you are where you are now? When I had my things. You When you had your things? Yeah. I know what's happening when I've got them, because I can check, but I, I don't have them, so I can't check, and it's been too long without them, and it hurts my head a bit. It hurts. Yeah. It does. Have you tried to remedy that? That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to get it back, and then it'll be fine. Okay. You know, we're depending on you to lead us the correct way, as best you know, to get your things back, right? Yes, but that's not always, that's not always true, because sometimes, sometimes there's plotting and scheming from you. And that's, and then, and then it, and then you, you're, then you're in the way, 
and I have to get you out of the way. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, that yeah. is interesting. Sorry, I don't want to, but... Because sometimes you're very nice, but also sometimes you're really not, so... I totally understand. I myself have had to struggle for a long time to find a bit of mm. peace, to question whether my thoughts are truly my own. Am I in control of my body and mind at all times? I don't know. And I thought that maybe you'd understand that, having seen what you've seen and... I've seen you not in control. Yes. It's very impressive. Hmm... I'm not so sure. Oh no, it's very nice. The other guy is the other guy is, is, is very impressive. Which one? You mean Orin? No, in your head. Oh. Which which one? There's more than one. There are at least five. Oh. Well, he's not that nice. And I quite like that. Oh right, him. I know nothing about him. Oh, well he can kill a lot of people very fast, I can tell you that. Yeah, I've seen. And I'm trapped with the bastard, and the memory of what he's done. I want him out, to be honest. I have no idea what he's plotting, what he's thinking. Everyone inside has access to my thoughts and my feelings and what I can see, but it doesn't work the other way around. Oh. How would you get him out? I selfishly thought that somehow you would know, with all your experience. I don't know yet. I've not got my stuff back yet. If I got my stuff back, I could check ahead for when he was out, and then come back and tell you what the solution is. You know, somehow, I don't think I'd even want to know. I think I'd, this part of this journey is for me to discover a way to do that myself. That doesn't make sense, because you, uh, you have to know. That's, that's what the table's for, so that you can know and you can fix things now instead of waiting for them to be fixed. It doesn't make sense to not want to know. But my friend, I like to be able to sleep under my own power. Yeah, but you could get that, that, that now rather than in however long it takes. I look at the group sleeping and i look back at crow and i say do you see do you see one small difference between the two of us sitting here i mean i don't look that good right now but <laughs> <laughs> but aside from the aesthetic thing master savel i mean that despite my scruples and the darkness i carry within myself i seem to have still managed to attract people to my side and we're not always in agreement we're at each other's throats but they're still here with me and there are people inside me who i cannot i would not part with you yourself are alone, with all your powers and all your magics and your knowledge. I've got all the animals. They're alive. But <laughs> <laughs> people, Krell. People. You need people to complete yourself. Just very quiet for a while. Okay. No, I... I just thought I'd say hello. So walk back. Um, I'm going to walk... I'm going to go back to my post. And um, I'm going to concentrate in my right hand. And I'm going to try out summoning a packed weapon. I'm just going to concentrate really hard, and I'm just going to bamf out a short sword. Um, can you roll a d6? Oh my gosh. Um, we'll do it like like we've discussed. Ooh, secrets. Secrets. Ooh. Oh, I rolled a five. So no, it's not a short sword that comes out then. It's a long sword instead. Oh yeah, it's a long sword. As soon as it sort of appears in your hand, which how does it, is it like a shimmer? Does it come like literally come out of your hand? Like a little swirling of black and red. And then it, it can lift things out into the shape of a weapon and falls into my hand. And as soon as like sort of the weight of it lands in your hand, it's a sword that you've not seen in a long time, but you know whose it is. Mm. Um, and yeah. whilst it wasn't necessarily the sword that you were after, there is yeah. there is a comfort in seeing that one. Just give it a few swings, just to. It's incredibly well balanced. 
yeah, if it's too much weight, you know, the swing doesn't. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it with me for the rest mm-hmm. of my watch. And whilst you're sort of sat there watching, uh, Kral does wander off again. And since you've left him, he does keep like looking over at you, almost like wanting to carry on a conversation. But he, I don't know, especially those last few words you said to him, they've sort of gotten to him a little bit, and he just keeps sort of almost taking a few steps towards you and then like changing his mind and wandering off for 15 20 minutes and then sort of coming back a little bit and still not quite have plucking up the courage to approach you hello darling listeners grace here popping in to say hey on episode 10 hell yeah we've made it to double figures baby to celebrate this milestone we are recording our first episode of no small questions this week you can ask us questions via our social media just be sure to get them in by the 29th of september to be considered if somehow you still haven't found us on social media we are at no small roles on both instagram and twitter and on facebook you can find our page by searching no small roles Role spelt r-o-l-l-s Something else you'll find on our socials, Arttober prompts. Some of our cast are going to attempt to flex their artistic muscles this October, responding to one of our prompts each day. So if you're the artistic type, or even if you're not but fancy the challenge, join us. There are so many great podcasts out there, so thank you for listening to ours. Of course, sometimes we like to guest on other shows. Vicky recently joined the delightful Emily Slade on Why This Film to talk about one of Vicky's old favourites, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. So go have a listen if you need more Vicky in your life. And to be honest, who doesn't need more Vicky in their life? If it's more D&D that you're hankering for, we have an advert for The Tale of the Manticore after the credits, so listen out for that. If you're enjoying No Small Roles, then you can help us by spreading the word that we exist. From sharing our stuff on social media, to recommending us to your friends and family, or leaving us a positive review and rating on iTunes. All small gestures welcome and appreciated. That's all from me for now. Let's take you back to the woods. The the hours go by uh, and eventually you all wake up. Just like that. I slept surprisingly well, actually. Ah, me too. Oh, these blankets are covered in mud. They're covered in mud. They have gotten a little bit damp, unfortunately. Give them a good shake before you roll them up. But then you set off again. Once you've had breakfast. What's, what's for breakfast this morning, Juna? Um, what's around? A, a lot of mud. <laughs> uh, there are, there are, uh, make a quick survival check. There's a few worms under Gwen's bag. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Whilst there are some bushes that you would have expected to, to carry berries and things, they're, they're, they're mostly empty. It's almost as if they've either been eaten or this, this particular bush that you find just hasn't bore fruit well i was told by a seven-year-old yesterday this is real life (laughs) that you can eat worms if you wash them and cook them so i think that's what june is going to serve up for breakfast thank you (laughs) seven-year-old how how are we doing with those rations from the pub like have we have we completely run out of them then it's got to the point where eating worms how does that work (laughs) and she's gonna serve them up like there's nothing wrong with that how does everyone react? Breakfast, anyone? Uh, 
I mean, it's not the worst meal, I guess. Juna picks one up and crunches into it and says, Hakuna Matata, everyone. Come on, have one. <laughs> I whisper to Orin and like, didn't we leave with seven days worth of food? Yeah, there's, there's a whole load of stuff <laughs> in the kitchen. Like, some of it's in my bag. I mean, do, do we pretend to eat a worm or do we just... Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure... Oh, I have, I have, I have an idea. Yeah. I have an idea. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a worm, then I'm gonna roll my eyes back on my head and collapse backwards. You revive me with whatever's in your bag, and I'll swallow it like there's nothing better I've ever tasted in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I go to pick up one of um, Juni's worms, <laughs> and like Miss Septona, thank you for this bountiful harvest. <laughs> <laughs> And I neck the worm, and then I like, then I fall backwards and faint. Can you make a performance check? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, that's a nineteen. A nineteen, Juna, you are convinced wow. that poor and like whatever it is that you've just given Enkidu has poisoned him, has knocked him out cold. Like you think this is the worst thing I could have done? Oh, don't worry, Enkidu, 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 I start like. Like getting my staff and whirling it around and go, don't worry, I'm gonna nope, cure his wounds from I've deep down. Thing, I've got just a thing in my bag that's gonna. No, no worry, it's up to me. I've got no, to revive him. It's all Juna, my fault. Juna, it's all can, my fault. I, I should have never this. listened to that seven-year-old in town. What Juna, am I, I doing? Got this, I've got to revive him. Glowing um, uh, <gasps> screwdriver. I'm just gonna pull a screwdriver out the bag, tap it a little what? bit with some phosphorescence so it, it glows a little bit, and then touch it to the side of, of Enkidu's throat and just sort of run it down the side gently and just be like there we go that's good it'll be, it'll be fine now he'll be fine I gasp and I, I sit up like oh hey can oh, you do my love oh, I'm so sorry oh, I, oh, I'm so no, sorry no 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 are no, you allergic no, to fine. worms I've, ate, I've eaten I, I, three of them already and I was fine oh, I'm, Oh my oh, goodness! I'm oh so sorry, Enkidu. Uh, no, no, no! I'm, I, I've never eaten a worm before. I just maybe I should have been more cautious. Oh, I, I don't so think sorry. you should I, eat I, worms I, again, Enkidu. Orin, I'm gonna have to give you all the rest as a thank you. <laughs> thank you, Orin. <laughs> I don't mind taking them. Actually, they're quite good. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, they're actually not bad. <laughs> this reminds me of my recipe. <laughs> nice. Is Juno still facing me, or is she looking at Gwen when she? She says that. Um, so Juna is is paying a lot of attention to you, Enkidu, just to make sure you're okay. Oh right, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just gritting my teeth, going, <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah. sort of got one hand on his back and one hand on his chest, like Enkidu. Is there anything I can do to make you feel better? No, I'm I'm quite covered. I, I I let me find my water skin and then I'll probably just you know be alright after. Yeah. All right, well, I, I will keep an eye on you all day and just make sure that nothing else happens because this kind of stuff can stick in the system. Oh, I, I, I hope not, but thank you. Orin, how are those worms doing you? You enjoying them? Oh, yeah. Orin's <laughs> going to pick up a worm and then he's just going to quickly reach into his pouch. We'll try not to have anyone look and just sort of rub it with something that's just going to give it an odour of um, like a cooked sausage instead of, <laughs> instead, of a, wow. instead of a worm with his magic tinkering and um and then swallow it mm, mm, yum yeah really good tasty 
Thanks. Well, I think that was all in all a successful breakfast. <laughs> I don't know if I can stop the magical effect or it's just going to carry on going in my stomach now. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless I can touch it. Does my stomach count as touching it? I think so. I stopped the effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in contact with you. Yeah. Quite a lot of contact. Yeah. If you mash it down enough, surely the object's destroyed anyway. Yeah, yeah it's all good. So, um, after breakfast... <laughs> can i just say i really enjoy that gwen has her own recipe i feel like that got lost in everything that's going on (laughs) well it's not that gwendolyn can cook at all but as a child she rather mischievously put a load of worms into juna's cooking pot oh of course she did and they got served to the whole family she may have got into a bit of trouble for that so gwen Gwen thinks it's hilarious and that the boys just can't handle their worms. <laughs> worms. Worms belong in the ground doing work. They don't belong in stomachs. Uh, so you all carry on uh, trudging through through the marsh, through the bog, um, and it gets to the point that you, the mud is so high, it's coming up to everybody's knees, which for Juno means it's probably up around her midriff somewhere, like... <laughs> She's having to do one of like keep her arms up in the air, keep a stick in the air. Very apocalypse now. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, having to having to march through sludge. Kral again is sort of lingering near you. He, he today he doesn't seem to be coming that close, but he's a little burp. That's <laughs> uh, Kral. Yep, that's Kral. Just have a little burp in the corner. Um, he um, yeah, he's, he's keeping pace and. He does seem to be doing a lot more following today as opposed to leading. Um, It's almost as if it's at this point he doesn't really know which way it's going to go. Who's who's at the front of the group? I'll go at the front. Cool. And Kidu, can you make a perception check then, please? That is a five. Hmm. Five? All right. Uh, No idea. Um, As you're sort of moving through the the mud and the sludge, there is uh, some bubbling. Yes. Oh, bubbling. Uh, carry on walking a bit more and then something grabs at your leg in Kidu and just pulls oh. you down it is momentary that you are like pulled like essentially tripped but through the mud so that you go face first into it all um, oh, get like, pulled under a little bit and then it like whatever it is that had, had grabbed you releases you so you, you can stand up again but you are drenched no oh. <laughs> you're right <laughs> Oh. Send us a postcard next time. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your trip. <laughs> That's not another side effect of the allergy, is it? <laughs> Do I still have my um, my sword from from this morning? Yeah, yeah, that's still. Or did I get rid of it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there is something in the mud. Well, it looked like it was you in the mud. <laughs> something pull my bloody ankle. There's something in the mud. What? Where? Can we see it? Can we see what he was talking about at all? Yeah, every, everyone make their own perception checks. Oh, hello, natural 20. Ooh, yeah. 18. 23. 11. So that makes 22. Four. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, Enkidu, obviously you're trying to clear mud off of your face. Uh, Juna is like sort of pushed through and, and gotten right up close to you to help out, like try and like pat you down a little bit. Uh, the other three, as you're sort of looking, trying to see through the murky water and into the mud, Gwendolyn, you f- see it first point and the, the boys you see it straight after there's just two little eyes just in, in in like one of the little bubbles of mud oh dear it blinks a little bit and then like disappears under how little like the size of a of a pound coin each each eye obviously gwendolyn holds up her 
thumb and forefinger together to make a circle to show everybody, I just saw an eye this big in the mud. Okay, so there's something living in there. And then as you start looking around, you can see other little eyes in the mud. Oh. And they're all, they're dotted around, but they keep like sort of blinking up like a little bubble of mud and then disappearing under 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 the surface again. Hey, uh, Kral, um, those, like, mud eyes that we can see all around us, have we come up against them before, and how well did we do? <laughs> they're annoying. Annoying? Yeah, but, like, losing a limb annoying, or just like, oh, they're annoying, like... <laughs> I mean, like, choking on mud annoying, but not, like, dying annoying. Okay, okay, so we just need to be quick. It's okay, though, if you die, I'll just bring you back. Not as reassuring as I think you meant it to sound. No. <laughs> let's get to the other side. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Quick, 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 quick. What are they? Those little spirits. It's disgusting. Yep, let's work this out on the other side. I'd say, like, let's, let's press yeah. it forward quickly. And Guy will start, like, <laughs> moving his feet I, forward. I think if we're, press, if we're pressing yeah. forward quickly, I think Juna is getting gradually more and more behind. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gwendolyn's going to help Juna. <laughs> My speed is 25 feet. <laughs> Gwendolyn and Junior, as you two start sort of like edging to the back of the group, you just get that same pulling sensation from your feet that Enkidu had. Uh, and Junior, as oh it's not gosh. far from you, like you do just get pulled under the surface and then released so that you can come back up. Uh, and Gwendolyn, you man- like you feel it against your ankles and you just like sort of shake them under the under the water under the, uh, and then like try and like get to Juna. Um, I'm gonna try and can I give Juna a piggyback? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you'd move at half speed. That's fine. I'm it's still like I, I've got forty speed, so I'm like a bit slower than Juno at normal pace. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how happy Juno is to have oh. a piggyback. Oh, if Juno so is there a, like a contested role, maybe to like? <laughs> no, no. I'd ask you: Would you like a piggyback, Juno, so that you don't sink under the mud? I'm fine. Okay. And she sort of tries to go as fast as she can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she I don't think she would take kindly to a piggyback. I think she's yeah. Fair enough. As you carry on, Enkidu, you're pulled under again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it's just momentarily it's just like (laughs) Oh gosh. How how far to the other side of where we're going? Um I mean as far as you can see there is just mud for the rest of the journey. Oh bloody Nora. Can we see? Can I see like a cluster of these things at all? Make another quick perception check. Oh, that's not as good. That's going to be a uh, uh, eleven. No, like again, like because you have spotted a few of them, you can see a few of them, but they do just seem to be darting around the place and like popping up in different spots. They, what you can tell is that it doesn't seem to be a huge amount of them, but they do seem to be following you. Mm, okay. So, following wise, then, yeah. Okay, I don't want to burn a spell slot, but maybe if you're just going to annoy us a bit, maybe I should just scare them away. Okay, um, about 10 feet, no, what's, what's the parameters? Basically, oh yeah, 15 feet. About 20 feet behind us, if they're all following us, I want to um, just play a couple of tunes, whip out my lute, play a couple of um, chords, and then like behind us, like, Juno will just hear a little click, and then all of a sudden the thunder wave will hit behind them and all this mud will go up in like a big uh, mushroom cloud <laughs> oh nice <laughs> amazing okay okay which, uh, so it's dexterity saving throws right yep uh, what's your DC uh, my DC is 13 um, so as this 
thunder wave like blasts through the mud and like you say it sort of causes like a massive splash a huge a huge wave of the mud itself to go flying through the air um you as most of the rest of the mud lands uh you do see on the surface they they sort of look like small fairies dripping of mud like as if the, they were congealed things themselves uh they land on the surface and there's only one that sort of like catches themselves uh and is floating in the air little muddy wings flapping about the thing um how much d- damage do they each take they each take oh wow that was max damage that rolled two eights on 2d8 whoa so that was um yeah that was 16 16 damage 16 damage each. Oh, very nice. Um, can everyone roll initiative, please? Ah, <laughs> of course. Of course. I thought it was just giving me like a little thing. Like, oh, like get no. lost, leave us alone. <laughs> no, the one especially that sort of like captures itself and is floating in the air, you can just see is like looking angry now. And the others sort of like pull themselves up, their little flappy wings, uh, like spraying mud as they as they rise uh, but all five of them are just staring at you guys oh boy they're not happy it's like an evil version of the Viva Forever video <laughs> <laughs> what a reference <laughs> I want to say I'm too young to understand that but I'm not that's why you're bear bidet <laughs> And by the way, I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> cool, so uh, 25 to 20. Um, I got a 23. Lovely. 20 to 15. 15 to 10. 12. Oh, guys. 10 to 5? 6. six. Oh, you both got 6. Who's got uh, better dexterity? Uh, plus 3. Yeah, yeah, that's one. She's so dexy. And then... Juna down here. Juna was never going to do well in this fight, was she? No, she's, she's still stuck in the mud. She's <laughs> like pulling her feet up. So, Gaius, uh, these five little methods, these little elemental creatures are floating in the, the space before you. What are you going to do? They don't look happy with you. They're in a rough, like, um, 20 foot like sphere direction, right? As an area. Uh, they've scattered a little bit, but yeah, roughly. I'm going to do my best here. I'm going to um, spin around, bear down on them, and then just start aggressively strumming as fast as I can. And then, uh... <laughs> Which is not what that looked like on this <laughs> yeah. video. Looked very different on the, on the front. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to aggressively strum my loot, and then I am going to uh, cast sleep on them. Oh, very nice. So that means I have to roll 5d8, and the total is how many hit points of the creature this spell can affect. So it's 3, 7, oh, 14, 22, oh, shoot, 30. You reckon you could knock out three of them? Oh, yes. Put three of them to sleep. Excellent. Nice. Uh, any, any particular three? Three furthest back, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. Baby ginger and posh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then what I'm going to do as a bonus action is I'm going to um, use my way of words and I will, uh, while performing, also just tell them, you think you could take me arm? I'm the biggest fairy around. <laughs> There's no way you're going to hit me. So it's got to make a wisdom saving throw um, and it's got to beat my DC. Otherwise, it will have disadvantage for the next minute on its attacks. Next minute? Wow. On one fairy. Yeah, but it's not, it's not cool, though. <laughs> Three, which definitely fails. Yes. 
So yeah, the one that is least hurt out of all of them is going to have disadvantage on its attacks. Cool. It is now their turn. Uh-oh. Only two of them are awake. One of them is going to have disadvantage. Both of them are going to fly straight towards you, Guy. Uh, the first one is going to belch some mud at you into your face. No. So can you make a dexterity saving throw, please? 16. So this thing, this uh, it's almost like its entire body like doubles in size as it summons a globule of mud and then oh. spits it out at you. What's bizarre is that as it approaches you, the thing seems to gather mud from the air and luckily you sidestep it. And so it just splashes into the water next to you. The other one, however, is still uh, unhappy. So he's going to come in and just going to try and scratch in the face and that rolls a... Unnatural. Oh, it hits. So you take seven points of bludgeoning damage. And I have to roll constitution check because that way of words was, or bend the truth as it's called, is a concentration. Um, So then, yeah, you you add your constitution and basically you've got to roll ten. ten, Okay, is it a saving throw? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that'll be 13. 13, yeah, so you're fine. You can keep, keep concentration on the thing. Uh, yeah, so you take seven points of damage as it sort of, it's muddy hands, like it latches onto you. It just starts like scratching down your chest, uh, like almost like crawling over you as you're like trying to like bat it off. It is Orin's turn. Yeah, okay, I, I guess uh, we're killing these things. <laughs> we're trying to kill these things. I don't like the look of that one. Okay, um, how far away am I? Probably about 15 feet or so from Gaius and both of them are really up in Gaius's face. So I, I think I'm just in that case, I'm going to just pull out my welding torch and try and fire the one that just scratched him. Cool. It's on, guys. Okay. And the other one is right on, guys? The other one is sort of flying more above. Guys. Okay, let's go for the other one. Let's go oh, for the yeah, other yeah, one. Let's, right. let's, let's go for the safer one. Oh, no, God. Just throw, yeah, the, no, no, no. throw the flames at guys. Let's see how that yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. I think that's a 12. Uh, hits. Hey! Oh, nice. Here we go. Rolling a d10. Nine points of fire damage. Yeah, so this, uh, this little bloom of globule of flame sort of... It's the little flying method, and it sort of tumbles in the air a little bit, but catches itself uh, still. It is now Gwendolyn's turn. Is there still one on Gaius? Yes. Ah. So I'm basically going to try and punch it off his face without punching Gaius. Yeah. Yeah, you push your way through the mud, manage to get up to him, and this thing is like, yeah, scurrying all around his neck, all around his chest. Make your attack. So I'm aiming for its stomach because I'm assuming that's like the biggest part of it. Mm-hmm. That is a 22. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very deftly knock it out off of uh, off of Gaius and away from him a little bit. Make uh, What's your damage? Five damage. Good stuff. Have you got a bonus action? I have some for my bonus action. I'm just going to like try and punch it even further away from Guy. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> using my punch as a way of throwing it across. Double punch. Amazing. Go on, make another Thank round. you. That's 18. 18 to hit. From I was like, damage? Whoa. <laughs> 18 definitely hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is going to be six points of damage. Six points of damage. Yeah. It's like I'm skimming it across the mud, but with punches. Uh, and <laughs> as it sort of has turned its attention more to you as you've whacked it one, it is flying directly at you so that when you punch it, not only does it skid, like bounce like a rock across the top, it also like explodes. Oh my gosh. Whoa. So it's like... <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's uh, the explosion of mud means that you have to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Long range combat, close combat. That's a nine. 
So unfortunately, even as it's like bouncing away from you, the explosion splatters right back at you and knocks you back into the mud, and that means that you're now restrained. What? Weirdly, the the mud that's come off of this creature is much stickier and is is keeping your arms almost gluing you together in a horrible, viscous way. And Kidu, it's your turn. Cool. How many are up and not asleep? There's uh, three asleep, one still flying in the air, and one that's just exploded. And it exploded. <laughs> is anyone close to the one that's flying in the air? Crowl, even. Uh, Crowl is probably furthest away from... It's almost as if he knew this was about to happen. <laughs> so he's Great. been like pushed toward the front of the group and is away from all of the fighting at the back. Okay. I'm an Eldritch Blast, the one that's furthest away floating around. Cool, cool, cool. Make your attack roll. That is a 17. It definitely hits. What's your damage? That is a nine points of force damage. So yeah, this one again, you can see it almost rearing up to uh, to spit another globule of, of mud out. And with your Eldritch Blast, you just you, know, you take your time, you shoot it down, and as soon as the Eldritch energy hits it, again, this little thing explodes in the air. Uh, luckily, no one else is near, so... But there's like a little shower of these almost like oily mud that comes off of these creatures. But it's dead, and the other three are asleep. I totally got away with my natural one. I'm so chuffed. <laughs> Shall we book a retreat and leave these things behind? I think so. A little help? Oh, you're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, I'm on my way. And then, uh, can I have a hand, people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Between all of you, I won't make you roll for it. But yeah, you all like pull Gwendolyn out of the mud. Oh. Oh. Um, <sighs> Thank you. Like nearly everyone's ended up in the mud then. Maybe I learned a lesson not to laugh at people for falling in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what this series is. It's not a yoga series. It's it's life lessons with Gwendolyn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I suggest we get going before those uh, other little fairy things. Yeah. How how long does that last, guy? Uh, you know what? I have no idea. That is the first literal time I've ever used that spell. Let's let's not wait around to find out. Then let's let's, let's get on with it. Nope. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. The 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 six of you all together just start booking it. <laughs> It's a one minute duration, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Moving as fast as we can. Even even with your, your, your travel slowed, if you're all dashing to get away, like you can make a, mm. a good amount of distance so that you're away from these methods before they wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets to about lunchtime. The sun is hidden behind clouds. It's not been as rainy today as it was the day before. There's still quite dark clouds that keep passing overhead, but they're, they're broken up enough that, that there's actual sunlight coming through. However, as you sort of push even further north, the mud becomes much colder. Uh, and there is a very small mist as as you're sort of heading through little valleys and things. The very small mist just sort of starts forming over the top of all of the mud. It's quite unsettling. Well, this is a bit unsettling, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same. <laughs> I feel like this might be a sign that we're getting closer to where we need to be. Crowd, have you got Savelle. anything to... My thoughts exactly, Yankee do. I think so. Yes, closer. She been near here before, has she? Sometimes, yes. I think this is... She's found us near here before. Do we need to be on our guard around this? Yes. Yes. You should kill her when you see her. Uh, no, that's not why I asked. Oh, but she is dangerous. And so are you, my friend. Let's let's just keep an open mind. I am. Why would you want her dead? Because then she's... Because I need to. Why? Because then she is out of the way and then I can go get my stuff. She's the one stopping you getting your stuff? No, she's not stopping me, but I'm not strong enough yet. And killing her will make that better? Yeah. Why? Why? just carries on walking oh. i'm gonna run in front of him and stop i'm um, running in front of him like no answer a question first no 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 you, if you start getting too demanding if you start getting angry this is when it this is 
why it goes we've just got to keep going you're not sure about what's going to happen next you need to tell us more information so we can help you if you want it to go right then help us no but if i tell you too much then then you don't help me why wouldn't we help you if we knew more information because you don't like it well then why should we help you now because because that's how it goes good it goes good goes good for you or for us well it goes good for you if you don't if you then leave afterwards we help you and then we leave yes and then everything is fine i think oh my god <laughs> okay stop moving why don't we do what we do best infiltration you know which direction we need to go won't we scope the place out first and make some kind of decision. Look, I don't want to start a fight. And get the jump on her. That's a good idea. Observe her first. If she's hostile to us, yes, we'll obviously be have to force the fighter. But first, we don't know who she is. We only know her name. We know nothing about her. You want to kill her for whatever reason. We can't risk getting into a fight with someone more powerful than you. Well, she's not more powerful than me. But you said you can't kill her yet. No, I can't succeed if she's alive. <sighs> the less you want to tell me, the less... Inclined I am to want to help you, Master Savelle. Yeah, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, buddy, but this guy, he's hes the good guard. And he's the guy you're going to need to be on side with, because otherwise, we're not budging. Remember what I said about people? Yes. And how that, if you allow them, people can gravitate towards you. I mean, look around you here. You've got five of us. We're in a bit of bother. We need your help. You need us. So... Just help us out. Tell us what we need to know. Just give us something. If she's dead, I can get stronger. And then I can get my stuff. But if she's alive, I, I, it's not, I, I'm not going to get it back. Okay. Imagine you. we had never met you. I'm pretty sure you can. There have been scenarios where we haven't met you, right? Yeah, they don't work either. Okay, but why would we want to kill her if we didn't know you? I don't know. Sometimes you just kill people. Can I... Have a charisma check, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you want to check with your buddies. Yeah, I do. He's looking inside himself. Do I add anything? Is it a straight roll? Straight charisma. So, yeah, just the d20 plus your charisma. Dirty 20. Ooh, very Ooh. nice. Who are you uh, looking for advice from? <sighs> it's one of two people. Mm. This is like phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be really careful, though. What's that film with James McAvoy where he's got, like, multiple personalities? Oh, yeah. oh Split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just reminded me of that, like... Yeah. Split. Is this Moon Knight? Who knows? Yeah. Is it something more... I'm going to talk to my bro. Yeah, my first bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously you you heard everything, right? Gil? There's a, there's a brief moment where, with, even with an unnatural 20... As you're sort of reaching inside of yourself to have a conversation with him, you sort of you're, you're keeping an eye on Kral, but then you just catch mm-hmm. like a little bit glimpse of movement to your to your left, oh. uh, and you look over your shoulder, and and Gil is stood there. Again, nobody else can see this, just just Enkidu. But what it, what does what does Gil look like? Gil is pretty tall. He's taller than no, I am. He's, he's quite lean. He's well built. He has like kind of brown, like kind of like acorny brown skin, pointy elven ears. I'm um, a half elf. He has like shaven black hair. He's got like kind of kind of sort like kind of beady eyes, cheeky smile, boots similar to mine. Yeah, I don't want to describe his clothes on because I'm making this up as I go along. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, he's tall. He's lean. He's got a, he's got a really handsome smile um, and, and dark eyes. Mm. It's. He's unfortunately not smiling all that much 
as he as he mm. appears. He's just studying Kral quite intently. Gives you a gives you a look. I'm I'm stuck again. Yeah, in the mud, quite literally this time. Yeah, literally, I'm I'm covered covered in this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You've looked better. <laughs> I, I I agree. Yeah. I don't know, Kai. He's not as bad as the woman, but no, not as bad. Not as Vondel. I don't think so. Right. But I don't trust him. I really don't trust him. I think he could be a worse problem if you let him carry on. You think? Yeah. I mean, the stuff he's got, he's pretty dangerous. He's been alive for, I don't want to say too long, because I'm not some kind of judge, but too, too long, and too alone for so long. We know nothing about this witch that he wants to kill so badly. I just, you know, I don't want to burn bridges, but he's he's holding all the cards, you know what I mean? Well, not all of them. I think if you can get rid of him somehow... He doesn't want this witch alive for whatever reason, so get to her. It's a good idea. I actually already... I mean, I'm sure you know, I already thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? It's nice to say it to each other. <laughs> it makes a welcome change. And he, uh, he just lays a hand on your shoulder and he's gone. All right. For uh, everyone else, that's happened so, like, no time has passed. It's just a very brief conversation in for Enkidu, essentially, in his own head. Wow. Hmm. Okay, Corral. Master Savelle, how about we put this to a vote? A vote? A vote. What are you voting on? Why would you vote? There's so many variables in a vote. That's such a stupid thing. Well, when I make a proposal and you can make a counter-proposal. We all know what you want to do. What you need. Yes? What do you want? I want to know why you want to kill this witch. I've told you. Ah, 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 ah. Not good enough. Mm-hmm. I want to find out who she is first. I want to talk to her. But you don't want us to do that. I mean, you can talk to her, but if you end up talking to her, then sometimes you get in the way and then you die, and I don't want to kill you because you seem quite nice. We die? What? Because of you? Yeah. Huh. Let's just say I want to keep an open mind. Maybe she want to help you this time. Maybe this is a timeline you haven't seen just yet because you've been away from your table for too long. She doesn't like me. Maybe you don't have to see her. Maybe you just wait here and we go. If you can get her out of her house, that would work. So what, so you can kill her from afar? No, so that she'd be out of the way. But it'd have to be for a long time. What, what? You need something from her house? Yeah. What do you need from her house? Uh, Strength, power. I need more. I need to be better. You can get that from her house? Yeah. How? I don't know yet. I think it's probably best you stay here, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm going to look at Juna. I'm going to tap my head. Um, Yeah. Hopefully she, like, interprets what More of Enkidu's mimes that no one understands. (laughs) (laughs) I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, I've got the letter. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's like, oh, this thing. (laughs) Perfect. Oh my gosh. I, Vicky, don't understand. So okay. could I roll to see if Juna gets it? <laughs> Make an insight check. I yeah. feel like that's fair on um, yeah, yeah. The, the game. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Daryl. <laughs> that's fine. He's, he was so vague. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm imagining what I think it could be, but I... Juna, Juna like, pulls an expression, is like, oh yeah, taps the side of her head as well. Like, yes. <laughs> Juna, Juna has read that as trust me, by the way. Master Savelle, <sighs> which way to her house? And I will go alone well, to speak with her. I mean, don't know if that's a good idea. I think if we're going somewhere, we should stay together, but maybe leave Kral and Savelle behind. Yeah, why don't we just say, hey, Kral, like, why don't you stay here and then we'll go see the witch and then we'll see what happens, okay? No, because then you might die. We're quite good at not dying. 
Well, what do we need to do to not die then? If you know, tell us. So you come with me, and then I kill the witch. Well, and then and then you just go away. Yeah, we're not getting on board with that plan, though, are we, Crow? No, but you have to get in the hall with a plan. Guys has already started walking away in the direction we were heading. Gwendolyn's following. I'm gonna Gaius. follow. Yeah. Look, I'm walking. I'm walking backwards, looking at Crow as we go. So we're we're walking. I think you should stay here. I think you should let us go and have a chat. I think it's going to be safer for you, for her, for all of us, if you two aren't in a room together, right? I think you're going to have to die then. Sorry. He sort of turns around and walks off in the opposite direction. Okay, bye, buddy. Oh, dear. Stab you later. <laughs> uh, can I have a perception check to see how far he is? Uh, yeah, I'll see. Make a quick perception check. Um, that is 17. Uh, 17. So, he, yeah, he essentially quite is quite far. He walks off south yeah. uh, until you can't see him through the trees. Everyone, would you let me say this? Just one thing before you see the witch. Uh-huh. Anything. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. We should get rid of him somehow. Well, it's I. Why? Well, I, look, he's an, he's up to something, and he's using us to get it. Obviously. Oh, I don't trust him at all. I think he's horrible. I don't trust him either, and I oh, trust yeah. you, Enkidu. I trust what you say. Thank you. But look, I I don't trust him either. Look, I, but I don't know that that means we need to get rid of him. I mean, he's not actually done us any harm. But he just he just threatened us. He did just say we have to die. <laughs> and the deer and the everything and the and the undead stuff. Okay, yeah, he do, he has brought some undead animals back to life that have attacked some of you. Like I'll grant you that. But what I might suggest is that we go to this witch. We explain why our situation. Hey, we're trying to find this beer. We're trying to work out what this family are about. We met this guy Kral. He's got a problem with you. We decide not to help him. Give us some information about him, and maybe we'll see. Hey what comes from it yeah. but i think like the worst thing we could do is just stay here and wait for him to do something yeah. i think we just need to keep going forward i think it's important we approach this witch without him as well yeah yeah definitely, definitely. but in Kido, if you know something we don't know i just know that he's dangerous if he gets what he wants and with us knowing so little we are going to be in trouble that's all i know the dead rises He's the one who raises the dead. And whatever the heck he can do with whatever is inside the witch's house, the divination table, the wand in Gaius's pocket for all we know. Mm. Well, let's keep going and see if we can yeah. find the witch. All right. As you push on through the mud, it gets toward, toward evening time again. And as, the, uh, as it's getting darker and darker around, around, and again, you've essentially spent the entire day trudging through mud. Completely, like, it is soaked through the bone for all of you. Wow. Uh, it's the most uncomfortable day, probably, that any of you have, have had, like, physically uncomfortable. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's been some other bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in, like, a painful way. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable for other reasons. I've got mud in places I didn't even know I had. Exactly. Um, in all of the folds, it's uh, a weird thing to say. Of my skirts, <laughs> of my skirts. <laughs> of your skirt. Nice save, nice that save. That was great. <laughs> I was thinking of your skin, like, no. In your, in your elbow cleavage, yeah. <laughs> elbow cleavage. Yep, oh my the most innocent God. fold I could think of, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Elbow cleavage. Chris Watts. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Cut, cut. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. As the sun begins to set uh, and the mist continues to rise, all of you, just very faintly, as you're as you're walking, 
beyond all of the, the water and, and the noise of the mud itself, you just start hearing these little whispers circling you. Sometimes they, they feel like they're right next to you and they're constant. And as you, as you keep walking north, they get louder. You get louder and you start to hear little words. Whispers sound like crowd at all. Make a perception check. Ooh, 19. 19. No, interesting. Okay. There are a whole range of different voices. Sort of male, female, some really young, some very old. Do we recognise the voices at all? No, no. They're just strangers' voices that just seem to be taunting you with possible disaster and death and pain and... I'm just going to lean next to Enkidu and just be like, is this what you hear like every single day? Um, not all the time, sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. You're very annoying. <laughs> I'll just say that out into the mist. <laughs> As you reach a point, the, the, the mud seems to be receding, uh, but the, there is still a lot of water where you are. So whilst the, the journey becomes a little bit easier, you're still very wet. And yeah, it's, it's almost like half paddling especially for poor Juna <laughs> it never the, the water level never seems to rise much higher than than your knees but it's at least easier to walk through than the mud however as you keep approaching just directly ahead of you there's just a little ripple that starts and it makes you all stop where you are you watch this like little bubbly thing ripples almost starts to, to whirlpool in front of you just a little bit and then just peeking out of it just this little dome of, of moss and and bark and and mud just these two eyes through drenched hair just sit at the water level staring at you greetings she continues to rise out of the water it's a female face i don't know if any of you have ever seen a, a full wood elf before but she's uh, her ears are much longer than than a half elf's ears her skin is is mottled green and brown and at, and at points looks like it's physically made of bark her, her face is soft but old uh, and she's just staring at all of you rising out and looks like she is clothed in the forest as she like rises to, to her full height she just says you are not wanted here and that's where we'll leave this episode ah! 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 Oh, she sounds cool yeah she does love that description I wonder if her bark is worse than her bite hey <laughs> You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social medias. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D 
Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.